And hello, we are back after one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year every year seems recently, right? Yeah. Uh, it's basically their SummerSlam. Yeah, Dominion was, I don't know how you, how you would explain it, Sunday morning slash Saturday night? Depending on where you live. Depending on where you live, yeah. I mean, midnight's still Saturday night to me. If you, but... li- if, you lived in, if you lived in Japan, it was Sunday night. It, you're right. So I, guess I fucking hate time zones, man. Context is king. Yes, and uh, we, are, of course, live News? on the East Coast. So it was on between 3 and, what time did it end? About 7, quarter after 7? fell asleep halfway through and watched the rest in the morning. So yeah, I, I mean, I watched the first two matches. And it I was like a four-hour show, so I'd say like 7. 7, probably. that's when it usually ends. I mean, I know Jericho, not Jericho, uh, main event last year. Yeah, Jericho and Omega went to no, like 7.30. Omega 30. and Okada. Omega and Okada, you're right. Yeah. Went till 7.30 last year, because that was, that was the fucking marathon match, wasn't it? That was 2 out of 3 falls, it went like 72 70, or yeah, something, something like minutes or something. over an hour. Yeah, but uh, this was a good show. Yeah, as I mean, as they usually are. I mean, New Japan pay per views usually deliver, and uh, we're here to tell you about it. Yeah, and we will also talk about a little bit of Super Showdown. Neither of us watched the full show, just because we figured we wouldn't be missing much, and we were correct. So neither of us really watched the the full show. Um, we will also discuss the finale of the Best of Super Juniors, which. Thank you. Oh. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, which took place six days ago, if you're listening to this, uh, on release day. And um, you want to talk about some Vince McMahon bullshit that I didn't hear, but yeah. we'll and get into that. Before we get to all of that, you have a story. Yeah, so, did you ever look at a product or service and you knew it was too good to be true, but you went ahead and, like, bought it anyway? Okay. You heard about my prostitution story. I have not, but you'll have to tell me more off air. But basically, so we were texting probably early last week, maybe late two weeks ago, about a certain sale that was going on. We don't give out we don't give out free advertisements here. No. So. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that turned want... out not to be a thing. No, 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 no. Just let me. I'm I'm in control here. I'm in the driver's seat there, bud. So, um, there was a sale. But all these belts that were on sale were classic belts. There's like the the old school tag belt, uh, big gold, backland belt from like the early '80s, late '70s. And I looked at my shelf, and I saw the UK title sitting there, and I saw the Intercontinental title sitting there, and I'm like, they were lonely. They were alone. I'm getting there. I'm gonna stop trying to jump the gun here. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm putting in my two cents. Tranquilo. You're. Right. I wish you'd put in more than two cents. May help me help me pay off this thing. Um. And I'm like, I don't think it's time for a classic belt yet. I gotta, I gotta stick with with the current current day shit. But there weren't really any any WWE belts I wanted. So do you remember when you had like that 48 hour phase of you had to have a belt and you were frantically looking over the internet? Yes. And I told you to stay away from the Pakistani replicas. Yes. Well, I broke my own rule here, but it was because the belt I got it wasn't a WWE belt. It's a belt from another company, which we're all we're all gonna we're all gonna play guessing games on what belt it was until it gets hopefully it shows up until it gets here. You brought the fucking Dragon Gate title, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. But no, I didn't. And even if you do guess it, I'm not gonna tell you because this is this could be. No, this is bullshit. I'm I'm your co-host. You're telling me at least. <laughs> I'm not telling you. You are we're, telling me at least. We're we're, we're kayfabe. You'll probably never guess it. And you might guess it, but I don't think you'd guess. Cause it. give me a hint. Well, I think the company is pretty obvious. Like, what other... There's only, like, 
one other company can be. Okay, did you buy an IWGP Intercontinental Championship? I did not. U.S. Championship? I did not, and even if you're right, I'm not going to tell you, but it, it's not either of those two. And who says it's that company? I mean, it might be. It might not be. Oh, but, I know what you bought. Have you talked about it before? No, never. Oh. Never. This was like, this was spur of the moment. I was just like, man. Well, when's it getting here? I can't be I don't. I don't I ordered it Thursday. It still hasn't even shipped yet. This is all part of the story. Like we're right. we're storytelling here. We're making movies, pal. Yeah, we're we're being better than Vincent making movies. Hopefully. So I did pay through PayPal. So if some fuckery happens and it doesn't show up, and if and even if it does show up and it's not what the picture looks like, because I mean I can tell they just use like pictures of the real belt. Like they're not like I I don't know what this thing is gonna look like. But I, I did I did read the guy's feedback. The guy had mostly positive feedback. He had. Three things of negative feedback. One, the one thing of negative feedback was on an IWGP US heavyweight title. And the feedback was the snaps didn't even close. So that's a concerning sign. The second level of feedback was from, I forget what the guy ordered. I think it was like a, an undisputed title. And he said his just never even showed up. <laughs> so, so it's, and the third one, which this one's on the buyer for even buying this belt. It was like, so it was like the current WWE Championship model, uh, model, but it was on a mustard yellow strap, and the side plates were Hulkamania side plates. That's funny. And the guy said the belt looked nothing like advertised. Um, but like, if you're buying that belt, like, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. It, but the dude, yeah. had, the dude had a lot of positive feedback too. Like a lot of people saying, you know, fast shipping, belt looks great, you know, it's good what it pays for. But there was. One instance of neutral feedback. And it happened to be for the belt that I purchased. Now, mind you, I, I read the negative feedback before I bought. Because I'm not going to, like... I'm not going to get a belt from fucking Pakistan and not read the feedback. Like, even if I am protected by PayPal, I don't want to go through the hassle of having to get my money back. But it said, fast shipping, overall nice title, but the side plates aren't accurate. And that kind of got me concerned. Because the side plates are part of a big reason why I got this belt. Um... I hope that's throwing you off even more. I hope that's throwing you off even I more. I think I got it. You don't got it. You might think you have it, but it's a red herring. Oh, I know what it is. You I know what it is. You don't know what it is. You you bought the Never Open Weight Championship with Tamahiro Ishii side plates. First of all, it's not even a thing. I know. I don't know. But um, so but he said he got a partial refund for it. So like I guess I ordered this thing Thursday, and it didn't even ship yet. So hopefully, oh, and also, do you remember the price of the belt on sale that I sent you? Yes. $249. Yeah. So this was a little less than that. Not much less than that. A little less than that. So it's not like I dropped 50 bucks on this thing. I dropped over 200 on this thing. So we're, I don't know if I'll update every week. Hopefully it's here in a week and I don't have to update every week. But do you, do you think you have an idea of what it is? If you give me one hint. If I give you one hint, it'll be over. Like, I don't know how I could give a hint without giving it away. Yeah, yeah. Ask a question and I'll tell you if I can answer it. Is there currently nobody holding this belt? Someone is holding this belt. Oh, I think I might know. You don't, there's no way you know it. Is this a very old belt? Like, the design-wise or the lineage? The lineage. Yes. What design-wise? How old do you consider old? Thirty. I don't think it's. I don't think it's thirty. 
Might be close. I I, is it now? Is it the one that's? Is it is it uh? Is it the one that's very obvious if you say it? It's not on that site. I can tell you that much. No, I'm I'm looking now because you got me all hot and bothered for about. But uh. So, but I think I got it. It's I'll, not what you're thinking of, but it's related to what you're thinking of. Do you know what I'm thinking of? I think I know what you're thinking of. All right, before we start doing this fucking. Uh, Luxo Mark bullshit. We got to get out of this segment. Because if I don't, if I tell you what I think you're thinking of, it'll be obvious. Because I told you it's not what you're thinking of, but it's related. Okay, but that was a, my original guess, so I don't know. But all right, well, we'll just see when we get here. If it gets here, hopefully. If we get, if it gets here. But if you want a custom belt, don't be shady and go to Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good segue, right? It is a great segue. Go to Pro-Am Belts. Um, they just made the Turnbuckle Topics belt. It's beautiful. I think the sexiest part, in my opinion, is the Champions Advantage side plate. How about it is. You? It is. It, there should be my face, but it's not. But it's <laughs> it should fan- not it, be your face. We're not trying to scare children with this It title. is our fan... It is our... Uh, it is a fantastic-looking belt. It's beautiful. Uh, we've we've seen pictures of it. Cause yeah, I, haven't, our, I haven't seen it in person yet. But we will. We've seen, we will. Um, so make sure to follow Pro-Am Belts on Twitter, at Pro-Am Belts. And use code TBT15OFF for 15% off on your next purchase. And they make custom belts. It's a really fast turnaround time. Uh, you, won't be, you won't be wasting... Wasting? You won't be waiting uh, a long time for your belts. And, man, I was on their site, and they start as low as 165 bucks Or 140 bucks. excuse me. It's probably one even cheaper. So, depending on how intricate you want, what kind of design you're looking for... The guys over at Pro-Am Championship Belts can help you out and hook you up. And, uh, yeah, go check them out. And use code uh, TBT. That's not for Throwback Thursday. That's that's for Turnbuckle Topics. 15 off, and you'll get 15% off your next purchase. I'll come in a nice cloth carrying bag, and you'll be hooked up to go. And uh, we will be right back with the news coming up. So, 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 Super Showdown was on Friday. Yeah. See, now, can I say something? What? Because it's definitely the first time we're doing this. <laughs> Is it? Is and, it? And uh, I like the idea of wrestling being on a Friday afternoon, but make it fucking okay. worth watching. At least at least you went in a different direction. <laughs> what if I just did it again? But uh, I mean, I think we should have... Never mind. Yeah, we're not even getting into that. But uh, now the whole now the whole fucking part about how I already spoiled the belt to you that part's cut out. Now. Well, yeah, well he already spoiled the belt to me. Yeah, because you're a dick. Yeah, because I'm a dick. I am. That was just a bad. You are a dick. This whole thing's your fault. It is. It's my fault. We were six, six minutes in. SMC. We were like ten. But uh, so and Super we Showdown. Rolling. Super Showdown was on Friday, and it was just a house show. If that was just a house show and not on the network, I wouldn't give a flying fuck. But they can't be putting that out as their fucking. As their product. I'm pretty I'm sure sorry. it's like in the contract that the Saudi shows have to be on the network. I, I understand that. And that's kind of a trap they got themselves into. But do you agree with me? Like, if that's a house show, we're not talking about how bad the show is. Well, no, because no one would have saw it. Because no one would have saw it. Yeah. That show is it's booked exclusively like the, for Saudis anyway. So If people saw the house show I was at where Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt were throwing crotch cr- shops against Big Show and Kane in the main event. I mean, at least one of those people belongs in the main event. But, uh... So, this show was bad. And in, and in the and in the Wrestling Observer report, it was so bad that it said, Sin Cara versus one of the Los Matadors, because they weren't even sure which one it was. So you want to talk about bad house shows. That's, Hopefully the house show we're going to in a, like a month is better than... That was hilarious. 
And I just realized why I'm not buying that belt now. Why? Because I got to buy Extreme Rules tickets. Well, you're probably never going to get around to that. And it, it's not like me and Des aren't going to give you money. Yeah, I know. It's just I haven't done it because I'm an asshole. But, uh, so... You also have to buy a cane costume and a cane book. Oh, God. Yeah, I do. After All right. I'll get on this. But, uh, so we... But, if you really want that goddamn belt, the, the cane punishment could wait until God knows when. Yeah, we'll tape my head at the Tampa 2020, baby! <laughs> but we, uh, I did not watch the show. I saw the Battle Royal and the Taker match. Where did you oh, watch it? I'll tell you something off air, because I have an idea for this punishment oh, that no. just popped in my head. Oh, no. That may involve something we were just talking about. Oh, no. Yes. No, yes. no way. No yeah, way. Come on. Absolutely not. Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes. Absolutely not. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, oh, no, yes. no, 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 no. No, 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 absolutely fucking not. But uh, before we confuse the people, yeah, they have no. Let's, clue let's go about. back. Let's go back, and I sadly know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, goddamn right you do. <laughs> I'm so glad it popped in my head because oh, this is a fabulous idea. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. They will understand. They. Oh, oh no. You want to talk about professionalism? How oh, can you get more? Jesus how can you get more professional than the mayor? <laughs> oh man. But, uh, All right, should we talk about this goddamn show? Yeah, I really, we shouldn't, but we will. So <laughs> Actually, we shouldn't, you're right. But. So, there was only two things worth watching. I wanted to see how they pulled off this Battle Royal. Yeah, like, because, like, I know we talked about this. The Greatest Royal Rumble itself wasn't terrible. <laughs> it was fine, it was fine. Not the, the show was awful. No, I, I know, I just hate that we have to rehash this conversation, because it but, doesn't seem natural at all now. No, it, it, it seems just fine natural. <laughs> but the Greatest Royal Rumble was fine. I... That's more doable than a battle royal because this battle royal. Fifty was, guys in one ring at one time. It, I I watched it three times because there was some hilarious shit going on in this match. Everybody was punching each other for ten minutes at one point. Did EC three got on like a fifteen hour flight to get eliminated in twenty five seconds? That's hilarious. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sure he got paid very well to do so, but yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake, they pulled Goldberg out of retirement. How much think they paid him? Well, dude, did you did you see like? Corey Graves did not stop bitching about how hot it was in the two matches that I watched. Well, so, I know it was like 102. Yeah, it was like 102 with a lot of humidity. Did you see that Brian Alvarez said, why didn't they turn the air conditioner on in the building? <laughs> and Semper, oh, Semper Vivi was like, I think it's an outdoor stadium. Oh, Jesus. He's like, is it? See, nobody cares. Like, we have the biggest names in this industry do not care about this show. Yeah. And so why should any of the fans... They I don't think not anyone put, did care. I'd love to see the numbers of how many people watched it. I was just so... I was just so interested in seeing how Taker and Goldberg pulled this yeah, off. Yeah, it was like one of those things that's like, people like watching car wrecks and yeah. goddamn, this is a car wreck. Oh my God. This... Taker almost rested in peace forever. So let's start with Goldberg's entrance because fucking Billy Badass has to fucking headbutt the door as hard as he could before he walks out. You know, because that fucking... That, that maple, that maple's trying to trying to get in his way. Fucking... He had about that maple like it was 97 Jericho. And it was hope just, he enjoys the CTE later. I mean, he's taken three bumps in his career, so I don't think he's gonna fucking... <laughs> All of them are in this match. And no, he took the one before the promo before WrestleMania when he forgot it because he busted himself open. Oh, and then he almost died three times in this match. Alright, so moving on. Um, Goldberg comes in. He immediately hits him with a spear. I'm like, great, it's gonna be short. It's what it should be. It's gonna be short. Everything's gonna be good. Then, Goldberg sets the mixed martial arts world back 30 years. 
and does the worst rolling knee bar I've ever seen. And awesome knee bar, bro. That's <laughs> Riddle's awesome. Riddle's fantastic. Riddle. Well, did you read the story that they're they're not upset at him doing? They wanted. Well, to keep I know that I know they liked about the Brock stuff. I don't know if they necessarily liked him burying gold. I know they liked the Brock stuff, but he kept saying he's gonna come and retire. Well, Brock. that matches there. So, like, you know what but I mean? I'm not sure how they feel about him burying their main event talent in the middle of the match. I mean, I'm sure they don't care. Is a main event in Saudi Arabia a main event? I'm sorry. Nothing against Saudi Arabia. Well. Nothing in this specific conversation against Saudi Arabia. (laughs) They have their own issues that I need to be talking about David Axelrod about. But uh, (laughs) this this is not a real main event. It's an attraction. It's a circus act. It's, It's the same reason I went and watched Tim Tebow play baseball yesterday. It's they wheel them you around. You tried, but you're still off. But I appreciate the effort. <laughs> oh, I didn't, didn't I? You, you tried. I appreciate the effort. But yeah, it's the same reason. It's the same reason I went to see Tim Tebow play baseball. It's a circus act. Yeah, it's, it's all a it sideshow. Like I'm not like, oh, let's go. Let's hit. Let's hit for some average. Nice knock, Timmy. Like Throws it's not ropes, baby. It's this. Like uh, I was just there to see him because he's a Heisman winner and a national a championship and a bitch. Oh, but uh, I'm sorry, I don't like him. I was a big Gators guy back in the day. Yes, so. you were. I remember you being one. But, but now uh, I don't even really have a college football team. I just like college football. Yes, it's, it's the best. It's the best of all sports. Anybody but Bama. That's what I always say. Shout out wins. Well, front runner if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> yeah, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, we, uh, this match was, this is a disaster. Like, oh, yeah, dude. This was a disaster. So after a horrible knee bar, Goldberg goes for another spear and eats post. <laughs> Eats post. It that, did. It looked like an old Tom and Jerry thing when he runs into a fucking iron. <laughs> it was just, it was it was ridiculous. Like, you could just hear it. You're like, oh, that hurt. You're just like, oh, that really hurt. And him. mind you, he was already had a had a little cut from fucking headbutting a door. And then he, he now went, he's fucking leaking. And then yeah, he he was he was Dustin Runnels AEW oh. bleeding. He was there was well, blood I wouldn't everywhere. Go, I wouldn't go that far, but he was, there, he he was, was bleeding. And Taker was rightfully like mad. the proverbial stuck pig. So then he he goes. Yeah, I was telling you, I always used to be. I always yeah. said he used to be stuffed pig. Yeah, you did. We talked about this when I said stuffed stuck pig. And because like you 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 cut open a stuffed pig, all the stuffing is gonna come out. Well, yeah, but and the, yeah, I mean, I guess it's 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 not the stupidest thing I've heard, but uh, then. Goldberg goes for a fucking No, nope, we're not there yet. Not there yet? First, Undertaker goes for a tombstone. Oh, yes. And he he's Steve Austin, the son of a bitch. He did. And then Goldberg kicked out. I don't <laughs> even know how he moved. <laughs> but then Goldberg said, okay, I already have no clue where I am. I probably think I'm fucking in the Georgia Dome playing for the Falcons at this point. But I'm going to lift this fucking 300-pound son of a bitch up and go for a jackhammer. He gave him a fucking... <laughs> Tomohiro Ishii, New Japan, shoot brain buster. <laughs> I screamed. I did. I went, oh, I went, oh my God. I literally howled. I was so worried that Taker was not going to get up. That makes two spots I howled at this weekend. We'll get to the other one later. But that's, Oh, Jesus. I know which one that one yeah, is. Yeah, you know what one it is. I, uh, that was gross too. But in the most unbelievable thing of all time, Taker's alive. Yeah. Well, that's... I don't know how either of them are alive. Like, Jesus. Yeah, it was just a bad, bad, bad. And end. then, worst choke slam ever. <laughs> yeah, Goldberg gave him nothing. Well, he was he had no clue where he was. Hogan is unseated for being yes. the worst choke slam ever. Yes. Oh, my. And then the look. The, the look on Taker's oh my face capped it off. Taker, because to be honest with you, I didn't think Taker looked awful. No, he... he he's, no, he's nowhere near what he was. He will never be. But... I don't think, like, he looked awful. Goldberg was bad. 
Like, Taker could probably <laughs> hold his own in a 10-minute match against most guys. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get 25 minutes out of Taker anymore. No, but, like, he looked like he could do things. Yeah, he was, he was mobile. Like, yeah, he was moving. He looked like he was in better shape than he was in the Roman match. Yeah. Like, he was like, he hit the ropes. I'm like, oh, there he is. He's, he's just back. I said mobile, and that reminded me, dude. This is completely off topic, but it's stuck in my head so much. I went, I went to Taco Bell, like, two weeks ago, and I, I, I ordered on my phone. And then I pull up to the drive-thru, and the lady's like, are you the one with the Mobile order? Like, Mobile, Alabama. I'm like... That's, that's hilarious. I was... But... I'm sorry. That was completely off topic. You derailed this whole thing. <laughs> I did. It was, it was fucked from the start. It was snake bitten. But uh, we... I... He... The look he... I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> we, the look, I, he... The takers look that he shot him. Like, I oh, get... And I wanted... Was there anything confirmed on this screaming match they had backstage? I, I thought that was Sliced Wrestling that tweeted that, who is a parody account. Uh, uh, I think I, that's who tweeted I didn't put too much thought into it. I just saw it. But if, I, I know, can understand did, why if it did happen. Did you see that? Well, I know Goldberg collapsed after the match. Yeah, he couldn't. I, I saw the video. He could I not stand. I don't think he was screaming at anybody. But did you see that Undertaker liked the Instagram comment of basically a fan berating him to retire? <laughs> I did. So, that was funny. I'm just, I'm, he should have he put the casket emoji. Dude. I know I show you all the time, but the fact that he commented on one of Todd Gurley's pictures with the casket emoji is like my favorite thing on, on Earth, on planet Earth. Uh, rest in peace, Todd Gurley, unfortunately. Yes. Or his knee, at least. The knees up. No, nah, it's only one, but but you need two good wheels if I can be an all-pro running back, unfortunately. Yep. But I think that's enough on this more. awful show. I heard the Finn and Andrade match was good, yeah, and I, I heard, will go back heard, and watch it possibly. I heard Finn had a great entrance. I heard Orton and Triple H was slow-paced but very good storytelling. Well, I've, if I could pick any of the two guys to pull that off, it'd be those two. I'll give you credit. You were right about Shane beating Roman. I didn't think it would happen. Apparently, it's I the perfect place. Shane's the most over person in Saudi Arabia. He's the best in the world. He is the best in the world. And he beat the top guy. He's the most over person in Saudi Arabia. So, Shane, so, so far this year, Shane McMahon has won the SmackDown tag titles. He beat Miz twice, including once at WrestleMania. He's defeated Roman Reigns. I think I think we better keep I kept, I keep, think we better like just be on the lookout for this young rising star Shane McMahon. Like he is getting a push to the moon. Yeah. Absolutely. You distracted motherfucker. I'm sorry, I did not hear what you said. I know you didn't. What, could you repeat that please? Oh, you're killing me. I know. Alright, so I said so far this year, Shane McMahon has won SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Defeated the Miz twice. You're still fucking not. I'm, not, I'm listening to you now. I'm listening to you. Defeated the Miz twice, including once at WrestleMania, and now beat Roman Reigns. This young upstart Shane McMahon oh, is yes. getting pushed. He might be WWE See, champion. I miss year. young upstart, but uh, yeah, this is. I don't know. He's getting his farewell tour. I don't know. Hopefully, fair. I think he, Shane. He's just getting started, pal. <laughs> um. Also, uh, it was announced that there are four, five matches at Stomping Grounds. Excuse me. So we have Bailey defending. The SmackDown Women's Championship against Raw Superstar Alexa Bliss. Fuck your wild card rule. I hate it. We have Lacey Evans getting a rematch against Becky Lynch, even though since the match at Money in the Bank, she's 0-4 on television. We have... Seems right on par. We have Seth Rollins defending the title again against Baron Corbin, which I didn't watch the match from Super Showdown, but from all accounts, I heard it wasn't terrible, and Baron Corbin pushed no, John Cohn. From all, from all so, accounts... From all accounts, uh, I did hear that match wasn't bad at all. And we also have Kofi taking on uh, Dolph Ziggler in a cage for reasons. 
Oh, and Roman Drew McIntyre. I don't know if I said that. Oh, I can God. watch those two wrestle all day. I'm not complaining about that. But uh, I didn't like the Mania match. Maybe was, I didn't. I didn't either. But maybe like, it was just because it, it was on at hour six and a seven hour show. Yeah, and we just we did not have a good time that day for most of that day. We were all we were already hung over. It was bad. Well, <coughs> get, ready, but, get ready to do it again in the Florida heat. Yeah, Jesus, I hate Florida. But uh, what we did not talk about was do you think now that this disaster of a fucking pay-per-view is over we can start getting on track i want to have hope but i mean stomping grounds is in two weeks that seems like it's gonna be another throwaway show backlash 2018 style i hope that they put some effort into extreme rules because if you ever decide to buy the tickets we'll be there um i really hope they put some effort into SummerSlam because i spent a lot of money on a trip to toronto for my birthday and like so i was thinking like I asked myself this question. like August 9th, right? That's my birthday, correct. Yes. SummerSlam is the tenth. 11th. 11th? Takeover is the 10th. Okay. Because my birthday... No, it might be the... Tw- SummerSlam might be the 12th. I think my birthday is a Thursday. Regardless. Friday. Regardless. I don't know what day my birthday is. I'll be in Toronto from the 8th to the whenever. Um, but I was asking myself a question. Like, if I didn't have SummerSlam tickets right now, would I still buy them? And I don't know. They're not, they're not giving any reason to. Not at the moment. There's no. There's also no booked matches. I'd probably say yes, just because it's one. I've always wanted to go to Toronto. Like that's more. I'm more the reason I'm going to SummerSlam weekend is to go to Toronto than I actually go to the shows. If that makes sense. Two. I know I'd at least get a killer NXT show out of the weekend. And three. It's my birthday, so I want to get lit with Drake. So yeah. I'd probably still buy them. Either they're already still on that that NXT NBA, NBA NBA championship that they won last night. Hi. I did. That's a bold prediction right there. You just put out there. <laughs> Like like when I said the Rams were going to win the Super Bowl, and then we came back and they didn't win the Super Bowl, and I was sad. <laughs> I didn't talk to anyone for a week. Not even me. Including my own parents. Oh Jesus. Um. What's I gonna say? I did already. I do already. I do already have my Pascal Siakam jersey purchased. I will be wearing it in Toronto, because we the North. They took out the Sixers. I love them for that. Okay. Sorry. Jesus Christ. We'll um, talk about your famous trip to Toronto later. We will. We will be famous. Uh. Super Showdown, anything else? Any other points? No, I just, I'm just sucks that we have eight, more, eight and a half more years of this. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. It sucks, but, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. We will see you in the next segment for... No, I thought we're doing separate segments. What a train wreck. Oh, are yes. we Are we staying here or are we going? Uh, yes. I mean, this, I can make this, a separate No, segment. this will be real quick, so I don't, I'm not going to be... Will it be? Uh... Oh, you're Vince thing. Yeah. Oh, so, all right, yeah, just do it, and I'll talk to you about this shit. So, there was a report that Vince McMahon knows how terrible the creative process is right now. Yeah. Do you believe it or no? I haven't read That's this. all I really wanted out of this. I haven't read this article, but, and I mean, if he knows and he's not actively trying, see, it's bad either way, because, A, he's either actively trying to make it better and the product like, about the after Mania, two money in the bank when everyone was saying the product was really bad, I didn't think it was that bad. No, I didn't think it was either. But man, this last month it's been has awful. been unwatchable, fucking bearable. Like, and part of me hopes it was just kind of because they knew the Saudi shit was coming, and you know we got to build to it, but no one really wants to go, and no one's gonna watch it, so we're just gonna fucking build to it and get over with. But man, I'm just not convinced. Like. But I just think it is, it's it's an outside possibility 
that there's entirely too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, I think there definitely is. And he's lost a little bit of control, and he doesn't know what not being in control feels like. And, and that's where it suffers. Because, I mean, if I'm betting on anyone in this world, like, Vince McMahon is one of the people I'm betting on. And and and, the, and it's one thing when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, and it's another thing when there's too many kicks, cooks in the kitchen, and you're just sending... And there's all, too many and, kitchens. And you're just sending all their food back anyway, and making your own fucking microwavable pizza rolls. Like, yes. Pizza rolls in the microwave. I like that analogy. I, I microwave pizza rolls today. I was ashamed of myself, but I didn't have a lot of time, and I was hungry. Yeah, fair enough. So, but I mean, t- pizza rolls got to be in a toaster oven, people. Come on. A toaster oven or a Or a oven. conventional oven. Yeah. You know, you could, I, could, I could rock with that. But that's all I wanted to know. I wanted to see if you believed it or not. See, I don't know. Like, I don't want to believe it, because if he knows it's this bad, and like this is his response, I'm fucking concerned. I'm very concerned. I know. Me too. But I don't know if I'm more concerned than if he's just blind to it. Like, I don't know which is a scarier thought. Like, what's a scarier thought to you? Uh, I don't even know the what fact makes that, sense. The fact that he knows it's shit and, like, it's still shit or the fact that or the fact that he's jaded and doesn't even think it's shit. I don't know which is worse. I think knowing it's shit and letting it be shit is Yeah, worse. I think that's probably worse. Because he built this company in the backs of fans. Because at least if you could tell yourself it's good, even if it's not, you at least believe Yeah, it's like you're good. doing what you think's the best for yeah, the company. Yeah, even if it's... Whether it is or not. But, man, if you know it's shit and it's, like, it's still shit... And you're just, you're just banking on ginormous TV deals and Mattel and Saudi Arabia to make your money while fans fucking paid for you when you were, you were broke at one point and fans yeah people, fans made you a millionaire and then fans made you a fucking billionaire that's that's more insulting and i i would rather it the other way are you one of the are you one of the, those i bought your house people cuz CM Punk would hate you no 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 okay but you know what i mean like no i, I know i'm they just they were being doing a they were doing 200,000 dollar gates in the 90s yeah that's fans that's not saudi arabia that's not fucking mattel it's not jack specific it's nothing i like i like how you're going with the throwback toy toy deal Shit through Hasbro in there and LJN. <laughs> you want to get, but it's just it's a scary situation. Fig life, and it will it will unfold in the future. I'm assuming. I mean, it's, it's gonna unfold it's gonna, either way. It's it it might come to a disastrous end, not the company, but this whole situation. I mean, and it, it's I just see. I can't. I'm trying to be optimistic and saying it took them hitting rock bottom to hit the biggest boom period of their life. But like, I don't even like Stone Cold ain't walking through those doors. No, he's not. And the next Stone Cold to be there, but everything's so ridiculously tight. Micromanaged. Micromanaged. Yeah. That we will never know. Yeah, it's like how many... There's a lot of talent. They have the greatest wrestling roster ever created. That's the part that makes it so disappointing. Like, someone on some... There was a thing on Twitter that there's a poll. It's like, is this the worst time period of wrestling that you've ever watched in the WWE? And I voted no. Because I really do think late 2010, early 2011 was worse. In 95. 95 well, was I wasn't, I wasn't born in 95, so yeah. I, they mean like as, as a fan that you were watching. And I truly believe that late 2010, early 2011 was worse. But with the talent roster they have now, there's no fucking excuse. You have some of the best wrestlers on the planet. And... No, and they just keep signing them. We got guys like, and I'm not going to say their new names because I forget them already. I know I know Trevor Lee's Cameron Grimes. I forget. I think Shane Strickland's like Isaiah something. But you got all these guys who haven't even debuted yet, and it's just like. Yeah, you have Shane Strickland coming in. Like, yeah. you know, it's just, just, I don't know. I mean, it's it's for the, it's it's for the philosophers. It's depressing. It's depressing. And shit. I would like to talk about a much lighter object now. And lighter object is that best of the super juniors finale what a fucking segue there brother i know you yeah. didn't mean to do it but i saved your ass again you did 
Let's you did, because I was going to go right into Dominion. That's not the best. That's the plan. not. Jesus Christ. So the best of the Super Juniors uh, finale was... Six days ago. Six days ago. A, if you're listening to this on Tuesday. A t- two-match show. One match was good. Extremely overhyped, but good. I wouldn't say it was a two-match show. I, I really like the Tanahashi uh, fucking uh, Switchblade match. I didn't watch it, so... But, uh... So, so just because you only watch two matches, it's a two-match show. It's a two-match show for me. I see, I see how this world revolves. But main event was buff fucking nanas. So I got one thing to say about the main event. Congratulations, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. You had a four-day reign on top of my personal number one match of the year leaderboard. Because Shingo and Osprey just knocked you down at two. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Unbelievable. It was it was ridiculous. It's so hard to talk about these matches because there's so much going on. Osprey is increased most one of the most impressive wrestlers on the planet. And he might be the most impressive wrestler on the planet, and I think Shane goes better. Let's 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 start with the Moxley matches because that happened first. Because um, I have a lot of shit to say about Will Osprey in particular. Um, so I feel like I would have enjoyed this match a lot more if I watched it live. I didn't get around to watching this match until late Wednesday night. And I logged on to uh, the happiest place on Earth Wrestling Twitter. And all I saw was, oh my God, John Moxley. Oh my God, John yeah, Moxley. Oh my God, John Moxley. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's fest for the guy. And you know what? I get it. He, the chains were on him for his last couple of years. He wasn't happy. You could tell his whole heart wasn't into it. He's white hot right now. And so I understand why the love fest is going on. And I. I, I don't I don't want to sound like I'm burying the match because I really did enjoy the match, but I logged on to New Japan World and I watched this match, and I expected to have my mind fucking blown. And you know what I saw? A motivated Dean Ambrose, and that's not a knock because an unmotivated Dean Ambrose is very good. Yes. So a motivated Dean Ambrose is really really good, but you know, I hate rating matches because I think that's just like. Everything's subjective, and like if you thought this was a five star match or a four and a half star match, then it was. But I thought it was like a three and three quarter match. It was a great showcase. Fucking Moxley bit his fucking face off, which was awesome. That was fantastic. Um, uh, he hit Pete Dunn's X-Plex, like the release suplex. Um, Juice missed a hell of a cannonball into a Japanese table. He By does. the way, what the fuck are those things made out of? Because they don't they're budge. Made, they're, they're made, made, out, they're like, made out of dying stars and maple. Yeah. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, Like, I saw the one tweet. It's like, oh my God, John Moxley's suicide dive looks so much better in New Japan than it does in WWE. And I was just like, what? No, granted, Juice took a hell of a bump for it, like, over the rail and stuff, but, like, John Moxley's part of the move looked the exact same whether he was yeah like the same pace and everything yeah he even did the same like wacky first step yeah and and I don't and I I really don't want to sound like I'm burying the match I really don't want to sound like I agree with you one hundred percent what what did Dave give it four and a half four and a half the same thing that Riddle and uh, Strong got which Riddle and Strong was better match in my opinion Riddle and Strong was a way better match yeah but you know he's he's he's, it's the white hot Moxley yeah to each his own like if you like I said if you really thought this match was five stars then it's five stars I like I like the spike. Dirty Deeds, though. The, yeah, the Death Rider. Yeah. Is that, that, that's the official name of it? Yep. Because I know that's going to be like his moniker when he wrestles in New Japan. Yeah, but, so that, Death Rider, John Mox. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, Through the Crowd Shield type entrance? I like it. I like it. I like it's, it too. It's, it's no pun intended. It's raw. <laughs> it, it's it's raw. I love the color. Uncut. Uncut. Uncensored. I like... And Moxley's very uncensored He now. is. He's, he's a wild man. Yeah. But I like the entrance. He seems like he's a maniac. He, I love the gear. I love the mox. You like the gear? I love the color of the mox on his the jacket. Orange. 
I, I see if you watch him on the indie circuit, he did wrestling trunks. Like ever a lot of a lot of the newer Ambrose fans, I guess they'd be. It's like, oh my god, it's so weird to see him in trunks. I don't know how I feel about like the simple just barbed wire design on the leg, but that would be nitpicking to like a ridiculous extent. So yeah. like, listen. Dude, I don't care if the guy wrestles in a full body suit or if he's fucking has a thong on. As long as he's putting on good matches, that's all I care about. So, I'm not gonna get caught up in the gear. But you know, it's 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 a good look. It's a good look for him, and it works. Um, I know you said you hated Juice cutting off his dreads. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, he looks like Darren Young. But the story's there. Uh, like I thought, Kevin. Mox is why not? He's gonna do everything. I thought Kevin Kelly did a great job explaining it. Basically, when Juice Robinson started as a young lion. He offered to cut his dreads off, and like that made him. And then New Japan said, "No, that's what makes you unique. Keep the dreads." And then Moxley's been tormenting him all these months, and he said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna start from scratch." And he cuts the dreads. So I thought it was a nice little story there, some nice storytelling. And I guess that's now the only thing left to talk about this match is the U.S. Championship itself, because if this happened in WWE, people would lose their fucking. Well, not even that. So. I think we were talking about this in the group message. I don't know if you're reading these messages. I know you said you had to get caught up. But our buddy Chris at Old School Pants was talking about the importance of the the IWGP US Heavyweight title. And this is how I see it. The IWGP US Heavyweight title was supposed to be a symbol of their Western expansion. But they realized after like a year and a half that people in the United States and North America in general... They don't want some gimmicky title to be their own. They want the authentic New yeah. Japan experience. Yeah, the, the, they thought they were appealing to us, but like we were but in we it just, for... We want the authentic New Japan experience. We don't... Like, the U.S. title's cool. Like, we appreciate the effort, but we don't really, like, need it. And I think it's telling that on their biggest U.S. show ever, that The Garden, the U.S. title wasn't even defended. So, what do you... Th- make of the IWGP US title at this point is it just a trinket is it's it just, just a, it's a trinket that piece of tin it's a trinket that brings matches together like oh they wrestle for the title you know what I'm saying and has and it's uh he um it's it's just a trinket it doesn't it doesn't mean all that much but like I said uh Mox can make that belt mean something yeah he can make that belt mean a lot I don't know why I just tried failed miserably saying something but he can make Part it for the course he can make it mean something. I don't know how long he's going to have it, but we'll see. What do you, did you also see the article that, uh, AEW is unsure if they're going to recognize him as the U S champion or not, like on their television. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. Well, that's a big story. There's a big conspiracy. They're working together and you know, they, both sides are saying they aren't. And now an article. It's exactly what somebody involved in a conspiracy would that's say. That's right. Well, according to Vince Russo, AEW and WWE are in cahoots. So which would be, God damn, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be the... That would don't even get me started on Vince Russo. <laughs> I mean, I know I got myself started, but I still can't believe he said that. He fucking... Yeah, what a douche. He, so, can you imagine Brian Corbett's in the ring and Marco Stunt comes out of nowhere? No, I can't. I can't at all. <laughs> Just eats the biggest end of days ever. I'm sure you'd love that. I would. I would love it so um, much. But basically, the whole dilemma is <laughs> AEW wants to put on an authentic sports presentation, but they also don't want to promote their competition, so they're unsure if they're going to like... Because obviously, like, if you're a champion in New Japan, that's a hell of an accolade. But... If New Japan is also your competitor, you don't want to, like... That'd be like uh, if Liger happened to wrestle his NXT match while he was IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. It's like, well, do you mention it? Yeah. Because it'd make him look more impressive, but it also put eyes on New Japan. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't recognize it. 
But that's a that's a minor issue at the end of the day. And like you said, you don't really care. So I guess we'll move on. To the finals of Best of Super Juniors, it was the undefeated 9-0 in block action, Shingo Takagi, taking on the man, the myth, the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay. So I just want to, before we get into this match, this might be a bold statement, but I think we have a new top three wrestlers in the world. At one, Kazushika Okada. At two, Kenny Omega. At three, Will Ospreay. I, I think, yeah. I don't know if it's just the WWE style and him not, in, or or if it's age, but besides for the match with Seth at Money in the Bank, which was fucking fantastic. Yeah, Styles. I last... can't really think of the last great AJ Styles match. No, so I, think I can't either. He might like to me. AJ slipped to five. I got Gargano at four. Yeah, I mean Seth's got to be up there too, right? Seth, Seth is Seth is six. Yeah, I mean, it's just or six ish. I'd Naito's probably Obushi's up there. I'd I'd have to like actually come. Yeah, sit down and think yeah. about this. But I think my top three, undisputed, yeah, Osprey is Okada, fantastic. Omega, Osprey. The O's. It's all about the O's. It's it's fan, it, he's fantastic. He's he's so inhuman to watch. Yeah, like uh, we'll get into Dominion in a little bit, but like. He went for a Sasuke special and just landed on his feet like it was nothing. Like, oh my was, god, it was disgusting. It was ridiculous. But this match was wild. Uh, they start off with the pace very fast, and Shingo, being a good heel, as he was the heel in the match technically, he slowed down the pace. Then Shingo just started throwing around power spots. The pop-up Death Valley driver yeah. was beautiful. Um, Shingo hit a Noshigami, near fall, hit last of the dragon, Osprey kicked out of that. Osprey eventually hit like the sickest three move combo ever. Hidden Blade, Avalanche Oss Cutter, and Stormbreaker for the win. That Stormbreaker on, is. We it's an saw impressive it. move. We, it's impressive on camera, but it's really impressive in person. Yeah, I don't know how you like spin another human like that while he's on your shoulders. Because he lets go of them. Yeah, it's. That's gotta be a lot of work for the other person, too, though. But I've seen like some bigger guys take it that I wouldn't be able to think would be able to spin like that, too. So, like. I don't know, man. It's it's an impressive. He's move. impressive. Yeah, I think he. I think he's moving to the top three. Yeah, I think, dude. The I'm telling. I know you haven't watched a lot of the best of Super Juniors yet. But yeah, I, I have to go back. Once you go through that tournament and watch like all of his matches, I think he'll. We won't have any problem putting him in the top three. It was. He's ridiculous. Yep. Um, but after the match, he cut a promo. He said he's moving to Japan full time on June seventeenth. He said he thanked he thanked uh, to help him find his apartment in yep. Japan. And- yep. So it's a good spot for him. Yeah, he fits in well there, and it seems and like you know what he could be the flag bearer. And I think he's going to end up being the first reigning junior heavyweight champion to compete in the G one because I think he's going to end up in the G one. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. But Shingo is obviously going to the G one. So this is an important G one. They need to they, they need to bring out the fucking guns, especially with night one in Dallas. Yeah, they need to bring out the fucking guns. So, any final thoughts? On... Fantastic as usual. I have to watch the entire tournament still. Yeah, I'm... but at I'm... least at least go back and watch all Shingo's matches and all Vosper's. Yeah, matches. just text me something. You need to, I need some things I need to watch. But it was great. I mean, it was lead us right into our next conversation. Yep. So, which will take place right after a word from our wonderful sponsor, Anchor. And now for the pay per view named after Bobby Lashley's finisher. God damn it. I know that this uh, Dominion was last last Saturday night slash Sunday morning, and 
Oh, none of us watched it live for the first time in two years. I watched half. Of it. I watched part of it live. I felt you did quickly. not. I did too. You definitely did not. I did too. I got those for the first match, two oh. matches, but. All right, so Dominion six nine in Osaka Joe Hall. Takashi six nine in Osaka. Joe <laughs> I don't Hall. think he'll be in Osaka Joe Hall. Yeah, he probably can't travel. Uh, attendance of eleven thousand nine hundred and one. Great attendance for a wrestling event. I like that. I like that smaller shit. And Not that it's small, but now you say it's over ten thousand. It's always impressive. I told you my favorite venue is a twelve hundred a twelve hundred place arena in Allentown, Pennsylvania, or Bethlehem. Same difference. Yeah, it's the same. It's Lehigh Valley. I passed on the last show there. I was gonna go, but then I went in Philly and ended up getting a flat tire. <laughs> so she just went to the show. Uh the opener, Shota Umino, taking on John Moxley. This was a showcase for John Moxley. Yeah, he's, he's white hot. And that's, you know, that's what a young lion should do. And Shota's going to be very good. Yeah. Um, he started the match with a big Topekon Hilo. And then I don't think he got a single offensive move in the rest of the nope. match. Nope, he didn't. It was, at, let me say, about, about nine minutes. Three minutes and 52 seconds. Jesus. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's... As I say, we're did, nine minutes. Didn't need to be anything else. <laughs> a long nine minutes. I was up a lot. I was, it, was, it felt like nine minutes watching it. But I did not feel... It, it did not need to be anything else. It's fine. So Moxley hit him with many of the moves we discussed in our best of Super Junior highlights. The X-Plex. Um, I like deeds. the X-Plex. Don't know what he's going to call it. I doubt he's going to call it that. But he's called who does, Slop Drop. Who, no, that's a, no. Who does better X-Plex? Pete Dunn or uh, Moxley? Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's beautiful. Pete Dunn's is beautiful. But I mean, a lot of that is he's working with smaller guys. And, oh, did you see who Walter tweeted about? I did not. Walter tweeted like a, a love letter for Kenta. Uh, it's hoping to be Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Cloud chasing Cloud Walter. Cloud chasing Walter, baby, for life. <laughs> Stop. You put the shit in my head that I had a dream. The three of you kicked the shit out of me. Did that? Yeah, Elvis. Did I? Dude, you literally came in. You literally came in. I was. I, I was. Have to, I have to ask. What was I wearing? You're all wearing Supreme. All three oh, of you. Dude, that's for. You're all wearing. You're all wearing black Supreme hoodies. And all I, I remember coming out of my house because you know how my garage is set up. Yeah. I. You were just standing there doing the fucking Walter pose. We were all doing the Walter pose. And you kicked that the is shit amazing. out of me. Who was I? The ringleader. Yeah, you were you were you, is, were you were Gato to to the. To that there. is excellent. I was like, I woke up and I go, first of all, what the fuck? And I go, I go, second, I went out and checked. You weren't fucking there. That's how real this shit was. That is amazing. That's like my new goal. In life. Walter shot me through the ground. Like that's how ridiculous. <laughs> that's how ridiculous the three was. How was Dominic's offense? So you look like you work. Hit me with a hurricane runner. Okay, I could. He's like six two. Goddamn. Yeah, that's impressive. But dear God. That's excellent. No, not a word. Like, I, I had to text the group about it. Like, I know. Because that's insane. It's my favorite thing I've ever read. <laughs> Love that. <sighs> you, I'm not kidding. You guys kicked the shit out Supreme of me. Supreme team for life, baby. Jesus Christ almighty. But awesome. I don't know how the fuck we got there. You were talking about... You, somehow you brought up Walter. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how you brought up Walter, but... Oh, Piton. We talked about Piton and yeah, then Walter. That and, makes sense. But... So that was that. That's all needed to be. So then the commentators start talking about how Moxley's probably going to continue to beat the shit out of this young lion, but instead he just helped him to the back. Yeah, good guy Moxley. Nice guy. Not good guy Moxley. Did you see the picture of them standing in like the back together? No. And Shota Umino looks like he's dead. Like his eyes are <laughs> rolled in the back of his... It's a great picture. I'll just see it. So up next, Shingo Takagi in his heavyweight debut, taking on Shitoshi Kojima. Um, I really, Always got to go with the legends, right? I, I, I really enjoyed this match because... 
Kojima's prime was before I started watching New Japan. Like I just started watching New Japan like twenty. Yeah, his, I think he. I believe he was the IWE. He was GP champion like two thousand eight, maybe somewhere around that time period. Maybe a little earlier. I don't have to look that up now. But I mean, I'm, I'm like just. I got it. Go ahead. All right. Um. It wasn't a squash. No, it wasn't. Kojima got some offense in, which I was mean, fun. Which was fun to see. When you have a legend like that, he's gonna get some offense. Yeah. Um. He hit the. He hit the Koji Lariat. Uh, he hit the Koji Cutter. But this match was mostly a showcase for Shingo, even though it wasn't a squash. This title has been vacated so much. What, the IWGP <laughs> heavyweight title? Yeah. Well, they're, like, really strict. Like, if you can't defend it in, like, 90 days, you're fucking out of here, bud. It's not like the WWE where they, like, selectively choose and they want to enforce it. 2010. 2010, okay. Great Muda was the champion in like 2009, which is impressive. Great Muda just wrestled at House of Hardcore last year. Yeah, he wrestled Tommy Dreamer, didn't he? I kn- I don't know who he wrestled. I know he's on the show. That that's that's Chris's that's Chris's area. Yeah, he will. But he wanted us Kaiju believe, though. I believe that is what the Bearded Impact podcast is about this week. So we will, you will get to hear all about that. So uh, where was I? Shingo hit a pumping bomber that would make Stan Hansen and JBL jealous. It was it was because, it was loud. Kojima's a big dude, too, and he he's is, like a hell of a bump. I don't understand this. All those old Japanese wrestlers have the same body type. Yeah, they're fucking massive. Him, fucking... Fucking Ishii. Ishii. Who'd we, who wrestled uh, Kenny Kingston at the WrestleCon Super Show? Oh, uh, Tanaka. Masato Tanaka. Yeah. He's big, too. Fucking Manabu Nakanishi. Yeah, the, the, the Shibata's huge. Like, it's... Uh, Tenzan. Yeah, they're all of the same body type, but that's not important to this, but this, this was a loud-ass fucking... Clothesline. Uh, then Noshigami, Last of the Dragon, one, two, three, let's go home, folks. Oh, we forgot a very important fact in the Moxley match. Moxley got on the mic, and he said, I want in the G1. So we have our first official entrant for the G1 Climax tournament. Um, and then, after this match, Shingo made it clear that he still had uh, business at Junior Heavyweight. But then he also made it clear that he wants to prove that junior heavyweights are the best wrestlers in the world. So he is entering the G1 to prove that. Yeah, he, he, he can wrestle heavyweight. He's like he's like five pounds away from being a heavyweight. Like, yeah. Legitimately. He's a big dude. And like New Japan takes that shit seriously. Like if you want to be a heavyweight, you got to bulk up. And he's like right on the edge. So yeah. I've made it publicly known many times. I think Shingo Takagi is going to be a future IWGP heavyweight champion. I'm I'm not surprised they didn't uh, yank him from the junior division yet because I think a rematch with him and Osprey and him like having to run with the belt for a little bit would be money. Yeah. Uh, so any other thoughts on the Shingo Takagi Satoshi Kojima <clears throat> one-on-one matchup? My thought 11 minutes and 14 seconds. My thoughts were Kojima still got it and Shingo is phenomenal. That sums it up. Cuz I I wrote down just you my do, immediate you do have some thoughts. short notes. Jesus. So my, well that's that's Do you have anything in the Moxley? I said not much of a match. We're definitely got Mox over. Okay, that's fair. But uh, we, Shing, he, uh, he's great. We'll see him. He will be. I agree with you. He will wear the big belt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eventually. So up next, we got to hear the two best theme songs in professional wrestling history back to back, which was awesome. It was Suzuki Goon, Minoru Suzuki, and Zack Saber Jr. taking on the team of Jushin Thunder Liger and fucking Yoshihashi. (laughs) All right. So, would I don't you, like Yoshi. I feel like you're going to give a rant on this. So would you like to give me my... Go would you like to give I'm my not really going to go on a rant. I feel like i got to explain myself. We know this, but Liger still looks great. Yep. This was the best match to this point. 
I thought it was better than uh, Kojima and Tagagi. I just, this match was just fun. It was, it was just a lot match. of fun. Surprisingly good chain wrestling from Yoshihashi. Oh. And then I have Hashi Pin Saber, LOL. <laughs> um, so, it's no secret to all of my friends. I'm not a fan of Mr. Yoshihashi. I don't, I don't think anyone is, because everyone on Twitter hates this guy. Yeah. And I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure the person behind the character of Yoshihashi is a really nice guy. But New Japan Pro Wrestling is this fucking perfect world where all these guys are great workers. And here comes fucking Yoshihashi. <laughs> it's unbelievable, dude. The, can't, the guy can't even make a run in without cracking his head open on the steps. Oh, that's my favorite thing of all time. Like, I watched that the other day because I just love... The, 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 everything that happens in 20 seconds in that, in that, se- in that segment oh, is it's, phenomenal. It's ridiculous. In 20 seconds, you get the lightest chair shot in history and someone getting CTE doing a run. Wait, if I was the Gato in, in, the, in the Supreme Team beatdown, was my chair shot better than Gato's? I think... I think Stephen Hawking's chair shot's better than Gato's. Damn. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, Yoshihashi fucking pinned Zack Sabre Jr. And then he held up the British Heavyweight Championship, and I screamed. <laughs> I said they can't be given this a one-on-one match. <laughs> if Yoshihashi becomes <laughs> the champion of Britain... <laughs> They better fucking Brexit. Well, that makes that makes. They better fucking Brexit if Yoshihashi I mean, becomes the champion of Britain. I mean, that King George is a real piece of shit. So they, they always they always put it up. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, next we have a six man tag team match: Taguchi Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, and the head coach of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Risuke Taguchi, taking on the Bullet Club. Jay White, Chase Owens, and Taiji Ishimori. I just, I just hope you know you said you called Tanahashi East Taguchi. Taguchi? No, I said, did I? Yes. I thought I said Taguchi Japan. And then Hiroshi Tanahashi. I don't know. Whatever. Go Ace. Whatever. Um, I thought this match was very fun. Uh, Chase Owens got some nice shine in this match. They brought the fact that he was trained by Ricky Morton. I know you like that fact. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, Ishimori didn't do a whole lot because his shoulder's fucked. Which sucks because Ishimori's awesome. He's a tiny man. Well, he's yeah, he is. He's like you are not a tall man, and he was shorter than I, you. Yeah, we're like yeah, I got like an inch on him. So he's probably like five five. Yeah. Uh, what else? Tanahashi won with a really shitty eye of the hurricane. That's, yes. But Tanahashi's a legend, and he will get excused. I do have I have for my, what I have for this match is Taguchi dressed as a rugby player, which I love. I love Taguchi. Yeah, because he rugby world cups in Japan, and yeah. he's the head coach. Yes. I did not know he was actually the head coach. He's not actually the head oh, coach. Okay. He, thinks, he thinks he's the head coach. That's hilarious. I said Juice will win the G1 one day. That's bold. Ishimori will win the best of the Super Juniors one day. He already, he almost already did. Almost only counts the Or she's in grades, pal. He sent Kushida back in the, to the Fed. I said baby faces win after a, a real fun match. And I no, said, I like the match. He, well, he was working because I had Tana looks injured. He is. He does not look he healthy. Is, he is hurt. He does not look healthy. Yeah. Not that he's not healthy. He just does not look 100%. So up next, a singles match for the never openweight championship. I thought this match was a lot of fun. Uh, Ishii taking on Taichi. I boldly took Taichi. I was wrong. Um, but this was probably the best wrestling match I've ever watched Taichi have. He brought it. Uh, I mean, you have to bring it. They had a great chop and kick exchange, which uh, Taichi actually got the better of. Um, oh, I forgot to mention during the Yoshihashi match, I know I already texted you this, but Don Callis hit my favorite line ever when he said, I think Yoshihashi would benefit 
from an excursion. Then there was a pause, and he said, Perhaps it's Siberia. <laughs> they have a great territory out there. <laughs> I laughed my ass off. I laughed. I, I laughed for like, I rewound it three times to listen to that line. So Cal- it was nice having Callus back. So Don Callus, thank you for that. It was nice having Callus back. Callus and Kelly called a really good main event. Yeah. Well, Don Callis knows more about Chris Jericho than almost anyone else. So, yeah. um, But the reason why I brought Don Callis up, because in this match, he had another great line. Where she said, how am I supposed to get behind a guy whose biggest offensive weapon is taking off his Velcro pants to reveal his trousers? <laughs> Which Taishi does do. It's, um, there was one point in this match where Ishii... I love the entrance, though. Oh, where he lip syncs? Yeah. Yeah. He's basically New Japan's Miz. Yeah. Um, He's also big. Uh, Taichi's a big motherfucker. Would you be shocked if I told you he just moved up to heavyweight like two years ago? He's huge. He was a junior. Yeah, he was a junior. Jesus. He's a former junior he's a former junior tag team champion. My god, he's huge. He's real fucking he's wide. Yeah. He has that Japanese wrestler body. <laughs> he looks like a young Shibata. Must have hit Ribera a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Alright, continue. Um at one point when he, once Ishii got the upper hand, he went and got uh Taichi's mic stand and his uh the former, the glove that used to belong to Azuka, who is now retired. And he said, you don't need this shit. And he threw it out into the staging area. And then they had another great rest. They had some great back and forth for a little bit. Ishii hit the vertical brain buster drop. One, two, three. And now Ishii broke the tie with Goto and stands alone as a five-time never open weight champion. The right move. I like the other. You, you and, know that. And the thing I love about New Japan is... Like, all their belts are in such terrible shape, and they don't care. It yeah. adds, like, character to the belt. It does. We told the story uh, back in after WrestleMania how Jay White got pissed about his belt being broken. But I think it's, like, a really cool thing that adds, like, character to all the belts. Like, the never open weight title, one of the side plates, like, literally hanging off. Yeah. And I love I love that look of it. Um, yeah, match went 11 minutes and 60 seconds. A lot of fun. Up next, tag team match for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. 16 minutes and 38 seconds. Los Ingobernables de Japón, Evil, and Sonata taking on the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa. Um, I want to start by saying I love both these teams, but they really got to build some new teams because I'm sick of them facing each other yeah, every month. It's not, it's, not, it's not good right now. But um, I have run-of-the-mill match for a while. It was for a while. It was. It was a basic tag match. And then I have the offense picked up around the 15-minute mark. Well, it went 16 minutes and 38 seconds, so I guess yeah. the last minute was good. Yeah. Um, like you said, it was basic tag team action back and forth. Eventually, Gato got involved, uh, took out uh, Sonata and Evil, but then came hey, Bushi. Chato. It was Jada. What did I say, Gato? Yeah. Oh, my mistake. It was Jada. You're right. Correct. Um, Jado took out Evil and Sonata, and then out came Bushi to even the odds. He hit the Black Mist. Um... And then L.I.J. went for the Magic Killer. Tamatanga got a roll-up. He got the singlet of evil, got the three. And then the funniest part of the whole match uh, happened after the bell. So Tamatanga was talking shit to the camera. He's like, yeah, my new nickname, Strong Style of Twitter. And then fucking Tonga Loa carries Gato, who has missed, like, all of his... All- God damn it, I did it again. Carries Jado. uh... Up the ramp, 
And Tom Tommy looks at him and goes, oh shit, are you good? <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I have excellent finish. I really like the finish of this match. Yeah, that was a good finish. Um, good sneaky heel tactics from yeah. G.O.D. And their theme song still bumps. It does. It absolutely so. bumps. Up next, uh, what I have as the best match of the evening. Well, he we got in between this. Up, oh, Kenta. Yep, that was uh, in between this. Katsuyori Shibata, which, good to see him, introduced Kenta. That's, that's why I'm glad you got the notes. I'm just... And Kenta enters the G1. That's true, yeah. So that's big, too. We now have our third man to enter the G1 Climax Tournament. The former Hideo Itami. The current Kenta. The former and current Kenta. Yes, the former and current Kenta. Um... But not the Kenta. No. The Kenta. Weird won't. place for him to end up, but... Well, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Happy for him. Sure. He ran into some bad luck when he was in the side. No, not bad luck, Fallet. Not bad luck, Fallet. Which I believe I made that joke when we talked about when he got released as well. <laughs> you might have. I don't know. We didn't say anything at the same time in this episode, so... No, that, it's that, coming, That streak might end. Yeah, I might. So up next, singles match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team... No, Junior Heavyweight. Regular singles title. There you God go. damn it. Well, you're, uh, you're pulling real hard in this episode. No, that would be very bad if I was doing that. Oh, fuck. Maybe a Tanya Harding. Oh, God. <laughs> Dragon Lee defends against the third best wrestler in the world, Will Ospreay. Um, as I mentioned, do you want to read your notes first? Since uh, I just have Dragon Lee hit the most insane suicide dive ever. Oh, dude, that was <laughs> nuts. It was unreal. That was fucking, like, Will Ospreay was, like, seated on the barricade. And, like, fucking Dragon Lee lawn darted himself, yeah. like, head first. And then right headbutted. And he took out fucking Villano Collection 4. Yes. No. Which, who did he take out? Yeah, Villano Collection 4. Yeah. He, he, he was down he, for he was a while. Up. He was yeah, fucked up. he was down up. for a while. He took that JRJ White spot. He, but, oh, uh, God. And then I just wrote down a sequence in this match because it's the only one you could follow. Yeah. This was an insane sequence. Hit me with it. Dragon Lee reversed a Stormbreaker into a DDT. Yeah. Rolled into a vertical suplex, a released vertical suplex, which Osprey reversed into a cutter. That's just how fast moving this match was. Um, Dragon Lee hit the Del Rio double foot stomp and he landed on the floor like bad. Yeah, he got the worst of it. Yeah. He got the worst of it. Uh... I believe the finishing sequence was the same sequence he beat Shingo with. Hidden Blade, yes. Avalanche Oss Cutter, Stormbreaker. And uh, Will Ospreay was the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. And uh, he held the trophy and the title and his sword. And he's unbelievable. Yeah. He is not human. He's ridiculous. And happy for him. He deserves it. I would like him to see him get in heavyweight next year, though. I think it's coming. Yeah, it's it's gotta be like he's like, you're, he's going down to G. On commentary, they're making a very big point. He's like he's like eleven pounds away. Then they're making a very big point about how he's putting on muscle mass. Did you hear it though when he was making his entrance? They said the dude just started lifting weights eight months ago. Yeah, and he's jacked. Well, not even that. Like, just think about all the classic matches Will Ospreay had, in, like 2017, 2016. He was doing all that without ever like lifting weights. Oh, That's fucking unbelievable. Like, give me that. We're not the same. We're not the same. No, same species. No, we're not. So up next, the match that you thought was the best match of the night, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Tetsuya Naito challenging Kota Ibushi. And I gotta say, if you go on Kota Ibushi's Match.com profile, I bet you under hobbies it says neck trauma. Yeah, it like, does. It does. I'm gonna let you go first because I, I have a, a cliffhanger ending into this. my notes here. So the, my main takeaway from this match is about how fucking 
well Naito can control a crowd. Oh, my God. They were booing the shit out of him. Yes. And within five minutes, they had the place was going, Naito. Naito. He's a great heel and that a great baby fucking face. crowd control, the ability to like flip people's emotions like that in such a short amount of time, and then flip him back to heel and flip him back to baby. He had that place eating out of the palm of his hands. Yeah, he's probably the best character worker in New Japan. Yeah, and he's a fucking hell of an in-ring general, too. Yeah, he is. He's He's been around a while. He's got it. This match was ridiculous. I have slow start, but things pick up quick. Yep. Which is what you want in any wrestling match. Yep. Uh, I have Ibushi almost died. Yeah, we, that, 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 ridiculous... that fucking suplex spot on yeah. the apron. And his head That was fucking bent. bad. And then he took a fucking... What did he take right He took a reverse Rana right after yeah. it. Poison Rana, yeah. Psycho. And then... For a guy who's had his neck broken, he loves yeah. neck trauma. It's ridiculous. I have rivaled their match in Madison Square Garden. I thought it was on par, if not better. I agree mm. with that. I said not good for either spinal cord. Nope, that's a fact. And then, do you have anything else to say? Because I want to end on this last note. Um... I think. Why? Well, does this does this does your end note involve two titles? No. Okay, so I but can go there. Kind of. Will Naito be the first guy to simultaneously hold the Intercontinental and IWGP Heavyweight Championships? Because I think that's I think I think so. He's getting a real big rub recently. But I have is Naito the greatest champion in New Japan history? Like overall. Like overall. Hmm. I don't see how you can't say Okada. I mean, I, I mean, mean, Naito's won every belt basically. Naito's yes, Naito's won, won every just about belt. everything multiple times. Yeah, so that's that's what I was looking at. I mean, greatest IWGP Heavyweight Champion of all time is Kazuchika Okada. I'm not gonna say this one, but even greatest champion. See, that's such like a broad statement. It's hard to. I mean, I just think he's. A, I think he has a claim at it. He definitely has a case. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I was going for. Does he have a case to be the greatest champion of all time? Yeah, he's like he's held just about every belt, and then he's one of two teams to. Uh, him and Yujiro Takahashi, along with the Young Bucks, are the only team to hold the junior tag titles and the heavyweight tag titles. He's been the never-open-weight champion. I believe this makes him a four-time Intercontinental champion now. Two-time IWGP heavyweight champion. Five. This was five, I believe. Five Intercontinental titles. Two-time IWGP heavyweight champion. Yeah, I mean, he's. I guess he certainly does have a case for it. All right. But he's going he's gonna to have He's going to have a big 2019, I think. I feel like we say that every year about yeah. Naito. I think he's fantastic. He's great. But, so the main event. Yeah. Worst match on the show? Most underwhelming match on the show? Yeah, for sure most underwhelming. It's just, I, I just don't have know. Sl- it was real sloppy. I don't know, points. I don't know if I could call it worse than a three-minute squash, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, this match was sloppy. I found it interesting how Jericho's own music was copyrighted and couldn't be played. <laughs> maybe it has something to do with the deal they signed with Sony. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe it has something to do with AEW, so maybe, like, AEW has permission to broadcast a song, but yeah. New Japan doesn't. Yeah. I don't know, but I just thought it was weird how he couldn't come out with his own song, and I had to put in some awful dubbed in music. Yeah, it was awful. Um, Jericho's New Japan look creeps me the fuck out. Yeah, it's dumb. Like, his AEW look, he doesn't do the makeup, so, like, it's, it's all right. Like, he still does the wacky jacket and the wacky tights and the gloves and the scarf. But he doesn't do like the the clockwork orange fucking eye shadow and lipstick. Oh yeah, the creepiest had to be when he dressed up like Bushi. That was, that was freaky. Yeah, that was absolutely dressed up like one of his, uh, his monks, evil's monks. Druid, god damn it! But I have I like the finish of this match. Do you? I did. It was a very un New Japan like finish. It was, but I, I liked, liked it? it. I was creative. Did you notice it was also the sequence? I don't know if you picked up on this. 
It was the sequence that Okada won the first fall with against Omega last year. Yeah. It was the exact sequence. And Chris, he went for he went for the Judas Rising. He did. He didn't hit it though. <laughs> he did not that hit AW it. AEW exclusive move. But then I like the roll Judas up finish. Judas effect. Judas effect, the same thing. I mean, you're correcting me about Jado all day, so uh, jabs. Uh, I like the that finish creative. I thought the post match scrum was better than the match. I like the oh, post match no shit. Doubt. The post-match I shit was loved awesome. them. Jericho and, is relying heavily on character now, which, yeah, which is just, fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Which is fine. I'm not saying he fell in stature at all because he's fifty fucking years old. Fucking Cody and Dustin had a five star match based off character work alone. Yeah, there's that's fine. And I I think they're going towards him and Tana now. Oh, you don't fucking say. Which he's wrestled. He wrestled look, he wrestled Omega, Naito. Uh, evil, evil. He does not fit in the group of people. <laughs> I, I'm saying. I know. I, know. I just want uh, to... and Okada. So he's just he's going right down the fucking. Yeah, he's having his dream. I, I I think he's terrified to wrestle Abushi, but uh, I would be. I, I think step in there with that maniac. I think he's going. Although Abushi's more likely to kill himself than kill you. That's true. In Soviet Russia, ref bumps you. That's yeah. So that was Dominion. What do you think? Grade me. Who said I was done talking about the main event? Okay, go ahead. So. Bitch. Shut up. <laughs> So I saw an interesting point on Twitter. Twitter. Omega had a good match with Jericho when Okada couldn't. Is that more on Jericho or is that more on Okada? Jericho was not good in this match. That's okay. I, I thought Jericho was better in the Omega match. Jericho was sloppy. He's he, as a guy who's never missed spots. He was missing spots. And this match wasn't bad. No, I, I'm not saying it was. I don't like, well, no, I have a point. This match is this Okada's worst match in the last five years. The worst one I've seen. Singles, not counting wacky tags. No, worst the worst one I've seen. I agree. And I think that says more about Okada than it does Jericho. Yeah. That's just how fucking good the guy is. Yeah, he's the best wrestler ever. Um I don't know, man. I it was like you said, it was just slow, it was sloppy at points, and I just wasn't into it. I just watched two fucking awesome matches right before it. And then I feel like time stood still in that match. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it was it was just it was so long. Although the, the code breaker when Okada like springboarded toward them was awesome. I love Jericho's new New Japan code breaker. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, he like fucking sticks that shit in there. Yeah, he lays it in. Um, the DDT on the table is a cool spot. Although Okada, Okada didn't take it nearly as good as Naito took it at the dome. No. Naito, Naito, Naito fucking spiked himself. Like Naito did that. Got a, they they He's... formed a right angle. Yeah. Um, but you know it was what it was. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm not complaining. No, it was. It definitely brought the final grade of the show down. Yeah. I'm gonna say B plus. Just because we saw the Dominion's being great, like last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, it had a lot to live up to. Um, Will Ospreay probably had the match on the show. Oh no, last year was Okada Omega. He yeah, best match wrestling, best wrestling match ever. What the two fuck years was in a row was Okada Omega at Dominion. Yeah. The two years ago was a sixty minute draw, and last year was the two out of three falls match where Omega finally got the dub. Mm-hmm. I don't watch. I don't watch. Uh, but then last year was also that fucking crazy Hiromu Will match where, the, where it started with like a flying fucking Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. But it was a B-plus show. Yeah, B-plus. If, if the main event delivered a little more, it would have been easy A. Yeah. Easy A. But it's the, main, the last thing you're going to see is going to bring it down, so. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it, though. It was, yeah, it was a great. lot better than Super Showdown. It's, 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 it's different to watch New Japan. I give Super Showdown a D-minus. Yeah, it wasn't enough because Baron Corbin was on it and nothing he does is wrong, so. Plus, like, if a show's an F, it has to be, like. Yeah, it has to be, like, WCW Nitro Wilkes Bear. Oh, God. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> but, so that's our show for today. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts in Dominion as we wrap it up? Where do you think they go next? Uh, 
heavyweight title wise? That's a good question. Oh, another thing we gotta talk about after the tag match. Yes, Sonata, I, I wanted to talk about this. And Sonata I walked out without Evil and Bushi. So you that's, said you said Sonata was gonna win the G one. That's gonna be my pick. Looks like they were they were. This is this isn't a it. prediction. It's a spoiler. Oh yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Also, did you see the GIF? I so neither of us saw the cash in part of Super Showdown. Did you see the GIF of like why Brock failed? I saw him and tripped. Him. Yeah, because he tripped. He tripped getting in the ring, and the briefcase went flying. That's awesome. Great. Uh, but from what I heard from that, though, that, that was well done, too. I heard, I heard. Yeah, I heard it was well done, too. But I might watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I will eventually. I'm just not right now. But so, coming up next will be the schedule for Temporal Topics this week and the Kane Fact of the Week. Yeah, and I think I got the schedule this week. You so do. I'll try not to stumble through it like you. Okay. Fuck off, I you will. donkey. Sorry, right, Gordon Ramsay. Okay, let's go. Yep. Coming up this week on the Turnbuckle Topics Network. Yesterday on Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio with at Kuda underscore Junior, Japanese masters and Saudi disasters. Very witty, that kill. Yeah, he's been he's been killing it in the title game. Of course, you're listening to Early Morning on the East Coast with ya boys. You 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 you. God, never do that again. Uh, Wednesday, June twelfth, a night you can't miss. Missed, excuse me. That's a pun on. The Great Muda, if you're not familiar. With Chris Pinero at O-L-D-S-K-E-W-L-P-A-N-T-Z. And that is the Bearded Impact podcast, of course. Number one, number one impact guy on the internet. Absolutely, no doubt. Fight me if you disagree. And on Thursday the 15th, party like it's 2002 with the rundown at Lins Be Honest and at Ron underscore Musto underscore Junior. So that is what we got cooking for you this week on the Turnbuckle Topics Network. And now it's time for the moment everyone anticipates every week. Hit the music. This week's Kane Fact of the Week is a tag team from the WWE official Kane page. Oh, God. So this week's Kane Fact of the Week is Kane is a monstrous abomination that seems to be have, to be, have been extracted directly from your childhood nightmares. God damn. He is terrifying. And you can tell us more about that when you finally review the book. Yes. We will see you next week. Yep, next week we have a Stomping Grounds preview. And what did you say you want to do next time we had a free show? Oh, top ten what-ifs. Top ten what-ifs. Or top whatever number what-ifs. Yeah, I guess we got that coming next week. Enjoy your week and take care.